Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord some praise. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word today. And we ask, Lord, that you lead us in this word. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this word and everything in this word that guides us, teaches us. And today, Father, we ask that it be no exception. Father, help us to understand and to walk rightly before you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone. This is Minister McMillan. Today we're going to be reading in Luke 21. Um, it's the a poor widow gives all she has. Let's start. Chapter 21 and 1. As he looked up, Jesus saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. All she had to live on. Okay? So she took it out of her living expense, not of her, not of her rich expense. There's a big difference. A way big difference. You know, you have so much money you can say, oh, well, I'll give the church 200000 But really, if you were giving out of your expense, it'd be more like twice that, three times that, four times that, right? But here's this woman. She's literally taking it out of her food money, out of her housing money, something she needed. But this was more important. So she was giving up something so that she could give an offering to God. Twenty-one five. Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus says, As for what you see here the time will come when not one stone will be left on another every one of them will be thrown down teacher they asked when will these things happen and what will the what will be the sign that they are about to take place he replied, Watch out that you are not deceived. For many will come in my name, claiming I am he. And the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and revelations, do not be frightened. These things must happen first. But the end will not come 
right away. Then he said to them, Nations will rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. And there will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilence in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. Okay, let's back up a little bit. First of all, he tells you, watch out for the deceivers, those that will come and pretend they are him. Okay. He tells us not to be frightened. He said these things have to happen before the end comes, right? Then he says nations will rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. And there will be earthquakes and famines and pestilence in various places. Well, today we see a lot of this. We see a lot of earthquakes. We see famine. We, be, we have seen pestilence. Okay? But I don't think it's at the magnitude that he is talking about yet. Um... Fearful events and great signs from heaven. We have seen some fearful events. And yes, we have seen some things that people don't consider them as signs from heaven. But when we get these storms and twisters, shakings that no one can explain. What do you think? What do you think about that? 21.12 But before all this, they will lay hands on you and persecute you. Okay, so here we go. They will lay hands on you. He says, before all this. So before all those things. So we have not quite got to that point yet. Okay. But we're seeing the telltale signs of these things. They will deliver you to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors, and all an account of my name. So people will start hating him and not wanting to be part of him.
This will result in your being in your being witness to them. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves. For I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. All men will hate you because of me, but not a hair of your head will perish. By standing firm, you will gain life. When you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that it is des you will know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains and let those in the city get out and let those in the country not enter the city for this is the time of punishment okay so when those things transpire <laughs> punishment is coming to the city of Jerusalem in fulfillment of all that has been written how dread in will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great distress in the land and wrath against this people. And they will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the time until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Okay, so here we have, they will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Well, we already have that in play. Uh, Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And as you can see today, <laughs> that's pretty much the case. Um, there's a lot of Gentiles in Jerusalem. <laughs> um, Let's move on to uh, 26. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be anguish and perplexity at the roaring and toasting, and tossing, excuse me, of the sea. Men will faint from terror apprehensive of what is coming on the world. 
for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. And at that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things began to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable, look at the fig tree and all the trees. And when they sprout leaves, you can see for yourself and know that the summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. I tell you the truth. This generation will currently not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. 34. Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down and dissipated. Dissipation, oh, I'm sorry, your, your hearts will be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and anxieties of life. Mm -hmm. And that day will close on your, un, will close on you unexpectedly, like a trap. For it will come upon all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen. <clears throat> and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Each day Jesus was teaching at the temple, and each evening he went out to spend the night on the hill called the Mount of Olives. And all the people came early in the morning to hear him at the temple. 22. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, called Passover, was approaching and the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas, called Icah, one of the twelve. And Judas went to the chief priest and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. And they were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. <clears throat> Then came the day of the unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. And Jesus sent Peter and John saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. And where do you want us to prepare it 
Where do you want us to prepare for it? They asked. And he replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks, Where is the guest room and where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upper room, all furnished. Make preparations there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of speculation as to whose house that was. Um, one of the other disciples mentioned it uh, was a relative of, of one of the disciples. <clears throat> um, let's move on to 14. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles uh, reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. Mm. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do it in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after the supper, after the supper, notice that, okay? After the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new okay after supper he took the cup saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you. But the hands of him who is going to betray me, but the hand of him, the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine on the table. 
the Son of Man will go as it has been decreed. But woe to that man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves which of them it might be who would do this. Also a dispute arose among them as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. <clears throat> now Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them. <clears throat> and those who exercise authority over them Call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater? The one Who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you a kingdom just as my father conferred one on me. So that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. He is saying these things to his disciples. So he is telling the 12 disciples, you are now going to carry the same load, the same burdens that I carry. I'm going to give you the kingdom the same way Father gave me the kingdom. And you're going to come to heaven and sit on the thrones. So, you all don't know who sits on the thrones in heaven. It's right here. If you go to heaven, you will see them. Okay, let's move on. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to die. And Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny me. 
three times that you know me. Then Jesus asked them, When I sent you without purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He said to them, But now, if you have a purse, take it, and always a bag. And if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. This is written. And he was numbered with the transgressors. And I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is teaching. What is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. Okay, I want to reread this again because I want to get you to get a real understanding here of what he's saying. All right, he's telling them, um, 36, he said to them, but now if you have a purse, take it. So he's telling them to take money and also a bag, okay, something to carry it. And if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. So he's telling them to get, get a sword. They're going to need it. It is written. And he was numbered with the transgressors. Okay. Those that transgressed against him. And I tell you, that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. The disciples said, See, Lord, here are two swords. That is enough, he replied. Hmm. Jesus went out, as usual, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone throw beyond them and knelt down and prayed, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. <clears throat> and being in the anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. And when he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. 47. 
Now while he was still speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judah, and the man who was called Judah, one of the twelve, was leading them, and he approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus when Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Now, if this is the only uh, one of the Gospels, you will get this story about what happened to this man. Um, what happened to this man? Um, because I have looked for it, and I know it was uh, in the Word. However, this seems to be the only account of it in Luke. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. And then Jesus said to the chief priest, the officer of the temple crowd, and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs. Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay hand you did not lay a hand on me, but this is your hour when darkness reigns. And he's telling me this is the hour that they've created where darkness will reign. Wow. Then seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance, but when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him, but he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly this fellow was with him for he is a Galatian. And Peter replied, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. The man 
who were guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him. And they blindfolded him and demanded prophecy. Who hit you? And they were, <clears throat> and they said many other insulting things to him. At daybreak, the council of the elders of the people, both the chief priest and the teachers of the law, met together, and Jesus was led before them. If you are the Christ, they said, tell us. Jesus answered, if I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I ask you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated on the right hand of the Almighty God. They all asked, Are you then the Son of God? He replied, You are right in saying I am. Then they said, Why do we need any more testimony? We have heard it from his own lips. Okay, we're going to stop here. <laughs> um, you see how people act when the truth comes out and they don't want to accept the truth. Then they compile that truth with their own truth, which is a lie. And this is the case with the disciples. And again, this is the case today. Um, Sadly enough, man has not learned. He continues to do the same thing over and over and over. And, you know, you have to think about this. You know, the Lord has gone through centuries of man's acting the same way. And this is why the Lord says nothing has changed today, yesterday, or in the future. It's all the same, and it will always be the same, because this is how man is. Okay. I hope this teaching has been a blessing unto you, and I hope that you all look at yourselves, examine yourselves. Don't be like this. Be exempt. Be separate. As the Lord said, be a servant. Don't try and be a leader. Leaders aren't really going anywhere. Those who serve and serve for the Lord, they have a great future to look forward to. This is Minister McMillan saying, have a blessed evening. Good night.